Yeah, welcome back to Think Tech. I'm Jay Fidel. This is Talking Tax with Tom Yamachika. We talk about report cards for state agencies. And we talk about legally require these report cards, but some actually refuse. And before we get into that, um, I want to talk about uh, Bill 1602 and Bill 1602. Okay, we're back with Tom Yamachika. Tom, welcome to the show. Morning, Jay. Thanks for having me on the show. I just want to slide a little piece in there about the uh, Senate Bill 1602, which came to our attention this week. It's a bill at the, aimed at um, the media, trying to make them, quote, more transparent, end quote. Um, and it passed out of one committee, a joint committee, um, and it was supposed to be decision-making like today. It was also an article in the Star Advertiser today. Now, this bill would require uh, media, and I think that that might include Think Tech Hawaii, and to uh, refile its income tax returns, um, to disclose all um, donations, all income, all expenses, um, all donors, um, that I catch it all, and with the state attorney general annually, and it would require the state attorney general to post them on the state attorney general's website so all the world can see. Um, and, and this this article, which was news reporting, really had so many people opposing it that it was hard, you know, really hard to get traction on the thing, because um, it's a terrible bill. Terrible, terrible. Did I say terrible, Tom? What What do you think? Well, I think it's uh, it, it is problematic. Sometimes you do have uh, donors who don't want their uh, donations to be posted. Um, it's their decision whether they want to donate to a particular charity or not, and we want to respect that. Uh, and uh, uh, they, you know, can be subject to harassment if, uh, you know, uh, let's say people who are opposed to what the organization is doing uh, wants to harass people, then they can certainly look at the donors list and go, you know, go harass them. Uh, which harass I, which I don't think we really want to see. Why don't you stop donating to this organization? Because we don't agree. Um, with what they're saying in the media. So that attacks the First Amendment and freedom of the press right there. And uh, there's there are issues, including uh, some, um, you know, very senior um, academicians at UH who have said this bill is unconstitutional. And I guess what, you know, what I have for you, Tom, is why in the world do we have a bill like this anyway? Don't we have enough trouble in Hawaii? Don't we have enough serious problems? This is like the leaf blower bill a few years ago. It is not necessary, and it is a bad, bad bill. And why are we wasting time on bad bills like this? Oh, the leaf blower bill was just heard again this morning. <laughs> is that right? Oh, my yeah. God. You know, we have all these serious, if not existential problems in the state and the country, and we're talking about silly bills. You know, kudos, reverse kudos to the legislators who support this in any way and who introduced it. Lindy Coit introduced it. And uh, I, I think she should spend her time on other, better, and more important legislation. Well, we, we were hearing a bill this morning, um, and, and, the, and the hearing isn't, isn't done yet, but uh, it was on banning any advertisements in Hawaii about uh, tours to or gambling in Las Vegas or any part of Nevada and imposing a 30% general excise tax on any tours going to Nevada for gambling purposes. So we, we said, well, that's, uh, 
uh, it definitely has some constitutional issues. The AG said it has some constitutional issues. The uh, uh, industry said it's got constitutional issues. What a waste. Uh, you know, where, where are the guardrails here uh, that such bills should be actually introduced and actually referred to committee and, and actually discussed in any way? What a waste of, of the time of our legislators. What a waste of the time of all the people who go down there and follow these bills. I mean, can't we get serious in the legislature? This is commentary on the whole legislature and on the leadership. They've got to stop putting bills in like that. It is a complete waste, and we are not addressing the important problems. Well, when you got when you got three thirty thousand three thousand one hundred bills put in the legislature, some of them are going to be stupid bills. Yeah, well, you know, but you got to get somebody to introduce them. So that's commentary on the people who introduce them. You know, you could walk in with uh, the moon is blue cheese. And uh, somebody will introduce it. Why don't they say no? They have got to learn to say no. I mean, it, it's a corruption um, that they always say yes to stupid bills and waste our time and risk. You know, no man's life, no woman's life is safe uh, while life or fortune, I think it says, uh, is safe while the legislature is in session. And that keeps on playing out. I hope they get serious soon. I hope they get serious this session. I hope they stop with this. Anyway, let's go to your uh, topic today. Report cards for state agencies, <laughs> legally required, but some of them refuse. What's going on? Sure. I mean, you, you probably heard that uh, with a lot of organizations, you have organizational metrics. You, 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 you set out and, and say, well, we, we can measure our effectiveness numerically because, you know, we're, we're going to do this and we're going to, like, uh, um, and, and we're going to see several examples of that. But we're going to do this, and we're, we're going to do a number of these. And uh, let's say we're going to get 100 new members. And then we look at, at the end of the year, and how many new members did we actually get? And then we compare the goal versus uh, the actual performance. And then uh, that um, variance, if you would, uh, then goes into deciding uh, and and you know, people can look at that metric. The board of directors can look at that metric uh, to figure out you know a how to how to uh, evaluate the executive director, or b whether they're going to donate to this charity again. So state agencies have that too. Uh, there's a there's a law in chapter thirty seven of HRS that says that agencies, if they if you know if they want money, uh, they have to go and do. Um, effectiveness measures so they they, they they get they get to pick their own basically and then they have uh numerical targets and they they set their own uh planned uh achievement level and they measure uh, at the end of the year to see whether they made it or not but then we can kind of look and see uh, how this actually plays out in practice now you know a number of the agencies are good Right, they have performance metrics, and they uh, and they uh, they are diligent in keeping their data, and uh, and then measuring their performance. Uh, but let's take a look, for example, at uh, this one for the airport, at Daniel K. Inouye International Airport. Now, uh, so they have all the these Department of Transportation, right? Yes, uh, the the program ID is Transportation One Hundred Two. Uh, and it turns out that this 
or what I'm going to be talking about here applies to not only Daniel Kanoe International Airport, but also every airport in the state has uh, performance metrics that look like this. So uh, you'll see in there's a, there's a part two of the form, which is about halfway down. It says measures of effectiveness. So uh, the first one, for example, is average time from plane touchdown to passenger departure, right? And the and the plan is thirty five minutes. The actual no data, no data. So so they they uh, they're not looking at this. And in the um, uh, Upcoming fiscal year, uh, they plan 35, their estimated is no data. So let's look at the next metric, average time from passengers entering to plane takeoff. Planned 150 minutes, actual no data. So you go through all these metrics and um, you, you wonder, you know, if, is this something that uh they they can't keep data on no uh for example number of accidents per 100,000 square feet they don't they don't know the number of accidents they've had and they they just can, they can just do the calculation uh average number of times airport restrooms are cleaned per day plan 14 actual no data what do you mean don't they know how often they clean their own bed, their own toilets? I mean, that's their own folks doing it. What? 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 what oh. So what's what's it, going on here, Tom? Why, why is there no data? Are they are they resisting, refusing? Are they are they blowing this off? Uh, what you know? What's the what's well? We the we looked process? we looked uh, in into the historical record books, and and before the I think it's the twenty fourteen fifteen fiscal year. The efforts were were reporting this data diligently, and then in 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 one fiscal year they said, "Well, you know these measures are not moderate enough, and so we're gonna we're gonna stop keeping data." Who said and that? And sure enough, the Department of Transportation. Okay. And and for every year thereafter, the reports have looked like this. For airports division, no data, no data, no data, no data, no data, no data, no data. Okay, taking a break for um, the larger picture here. Um, the Department of Transportation is a state department. Uh, its director is appointed by the governor and confirmed by the state senate. Um, and uh, that means it's you know part of the executive branch. Yes. Well, so in a sense, it's, this is not appropriate for the legislature um, to get involved in this, is it? I mean, wh why doesn't the governor, I'm going to make you governor for a minute, huh? uh, and I'm going to say, does this bother you that they're not reporting information that, that is required of them by law? Uh, what, why don't you call in um, the director of the Department of Transportation and say, what's wrong with you? How come you can't comply with the law? How come you're blowing these requirements off? If you have a problem with these requirements, let's hear about it. But you can't you know, be lawless about it. And I want you to change your act right now. 
or I'm going to call for your resignation. What about that? It sounds really good. That's that's probably what I would do. Uh, the deputy director of of uh, transportation, I think the Department of Transportation has three deputies. One is in charge of airports division. So uh, I'd say, look, um, this was not your problem. It was your predecessor's problem, but it's your problem now. You know, go go fill in the data like you guys used to. Um, so what what does this reflect? It reflects a certain, um, you know, uh, uh, a refusal, a, a thumbing your nose at state government, thumbing your nose at the executive branch who supervises you. Uh, well, it's it's the executive branch thumbing the nose of the legislature. Okay. Mm. So you, because these are reports you are required that the by the governor is Act. going along with this. Are you saying the governor is going along with this? Governor probably doesn't know about it. Well, maybe he listens to Think Tech and would know about it. If he knows well, we about hope, it, we he, hope he does. Action. If he doesn't take action, he's going along with it. Right. And uh, my, my thinking is, well, why don't the money committees at the legislature say, look, we wanted this data. You didn't give it to us. There are going to be consequences. Okay, let me let me flip this this thing, uh, one hundred and eighty, and say why why is the legislature, um, where does this come from? Is this is this micromanagement? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's micromanaging at all. I mean, you want to look at performance metrics, you want to make sure that the uh, uh, the tax money that the uh, taxpayers of Hawaii, is, uh, of Hawaii are giving it is being well spent. You want to make sure that you know, the management of these agencies uh, is competent and, uh, you know, giving the taxpayers what their money's, you know, their money's worth. And and if that's not happening, then uh, the, the legislature, by control of the purse strings, uh, is poised to do something about it. Well, you know, you, you say in your write-up that these reports um, would be due uh, within one month prior to the start of the session. And that means in December sometime every year. Okay, and it doesn't say where they go. It doesn't say who, you know, who you deliver it to or who is going to, you know. Yeah, well, evaluate. what happens is Budget and Finance collects them and publishes them, mm-hmm. and, they, and they send them on to the legislature. Okay, but uh, who's, who's actually taking action? It seems to me that if Budget and Finance is, uh, you know, in the, in in the decision process here, in the workflow, uh, or the transmittal flow, um, they should be looking at this and saying, "Hey, you know, they don't have data about cleaning bathrooms. Really, uh, we're gonna we're gonna put a bill in. We're gonna say that uh, that part of their budget, which is allocated to cleaning bathrooms, is going to be cut. What's next? Well, you know, next, um, and so on down the line of of those items that they're not. Do, getting do you really want on. an airport without bathrooms being cleaned? I'm only suggesting it as a possibility for discussion. Uh, I'm not sure they're cleaning no, that, that, up. That, that I think sure is what the agency's right gonna, now. I'm that's what sure the agency's that... going to say in response. So how do you sanction them? Put in a new manager. That's, that would be my answer, too. If the director can't handle this, he's got to go, or she. Um, so this is really intolerable. On the other hand, uh, you know, I don't have a high level of confidence that this bill 
um, that this process would actually correct it either. Uh, so it, it goes to budget and finance. They do something, not do something. What are they going to do? What kind of bill would address this? This is not a legislative issue. This is an executive issue, as you said. Yeah, well, I mean, I think there's got to be some uh, back and forth between budget and finance uh, and the agencies. You know, right, you, right. You, you submit a report like that, and there should be some feedback. What do you mean there's no data? <laughs> so what do you do? You, call, you, you, you make a bill, right? And you, you don't have hearings just for the sake of it, I think. You make a bill. You you have something on the table. You and you call them down. Uh, the state. Well, uh, the well, state. the law's already there. The law's well, already there. What's it's that on the conversation books. like? How come you don't have data? What's wrong with you? Yeah, I mean that's the that's the conversation. I think the the legislators should have uh, at the beginning of the you know the session before the bills start coming in. Uh, they have informational briefings on the state budget. All right. So does that solve it? Um, you know, we don't have the time resources to make these reports. We don't have anybody collect the data. We don't have a system. We need more money um, for a system and for people to collect all this data you want from us. And, and frankly, that's not efficient. That's a waste of money right there. You just have to trust us to clean the bathroom. And, and I, I think the legislative committee have to say, well, look, we have, we have a constitutional responsibility of oversight. And if you're and if you're not giving us the information that we need, uh, there's got to be consequences. Well, find somebody else who can. Now, what about the state auditor, Tom? You and I have talked with him and and about him for months and years and whatnot. Um, wouldn't this be part of his wheelhouse? Uh, you know, to to, to uh, call for this information, and if he doesn't get this information, then to make a report with specific findings and specific recommendations to the legislature. Sure, that'd be great. Why isn't it happening? I'm not sure. I mean, the, the uh, uh, legislative auditor has a specific uh, set of responsibilities and maybe this should be added. Yeah. But let's let's kind of let's go in and see how this plays out in, in other contexts as well. Let's go mm -hmm. to um, uh, Ali Community Care which is uh, an agency under the uh, Department of Health. Um, and look at the measures of, measures of effectiveness. They didn't even try. No measures have been developed for this program. And of course they have no data, no data, no data, no data. They didn't even, they didn't even try. You think they talked to the Department of Transportation about this? <laughs> no, no, I think uh, um, I, I have no idea what their excuse is, but this is even more brazen than than airports. At least airports made some effectiveness measures, and even though they're and 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 they followed followed them at one time, uh, although they're not following them now. Here, they didn't, you know, these guys didn't even start. Well, you know, so we have more than one state agency doing this no data thing. Um, query, is there a bill? I mean, if, now, if you were introducing bills, good bills um, in this session, um, that could develop a, a kind of sanction, uh, a kind of guardrail, a requirement. Uh, yeah, actually, I, I think uh, Senator Delacruz did introduce something, which is, which is kind of how this 
the subject matter came up again this year. Uh, there was a a civil beat article, I think maybe three weeks ago, that dealt with this uh, because there was there wasn't there was indeed something introduced. What was it? Uh, I don't know the the details offhand, but but let's let's kind of let's kind of go uh, into uh, some some additional uh, reports here, just so we have have okay, a better I, idea. My, of the my, depth my of what thought we're there at. was that uh, Donovan Dela Cruz doing a good thing. That oh, we yeah. need we need statewide, all agency wide, um, you know, provisions here that will enforce the law, uh, that will make it clear to agencies they can't they can't do this sort of thing. Not only the director of the agency, but everybody. I don't know what that would be. That sounds like a complicated problem, but it sounds like that would be helpful. I think so. Let's go to the next one, just just so we can take a look at it. This is for the National Area Res Natural Area Reserves and Watershed Management uh, from the Department of Land and Natural Resources. So um, this one uh, is uh, so a little bit different. At least they do have numeric measures of effectiveness, but the but the next part of the report uh, is um, you have to kind of declare what your program target group is. So you know, give give them a measure of your, what your constituency looks like. So uh, I said, okay, well, we have native natural community supporters, organizations, and agencies. No data. Watershed partnerships. Oh, we got ten of those. How many water users? Uh, we don't know. Um, how about uh, internship? Uh, volunteer program participants. Oh, we planned for six. We got one hundred and seventy-four. Okay, so they they have some data there. Outdoor recreationalists. No data. Scientists and researchers. No data. Native Hawaiian land use practitioners. Did you keep records of those? No. How about conservation land acquisition organizations and supporters? We don't know. So uh, they, they do, to their credit, have numeric measures of effectiveness. They do measure those. But when they're looking at um, defining their constituency, which is the next required part of this report, there is just nothing. Okay, very, two very thoughts little. come to mind on this, Tom. Number one is, are, are all these questions good questions? Or are some of them just, um, you know, intentionally hard to answer, uh, almost punitive in nature, um, knowing knowing that um, the agency is going to have trouble answering this. It's a subjective... Well, well the agency is supposed to be making their own metrics. Where do these metrics come from on the, on the, on the chart you just read? Where the agency themselves. Oh, okay. Then, then, then I withdraw that. Um, the other thing that strikes me is this. Back in the day of Neil Abercrombie, you remember that, right? It wasn't that long ago. Wasn't he that said, long ago. I'm going to give you Sonny Bagualia from uh, uh, Washington, and um, he's going to come out here and be a star. He's going to tell us how good or not good our computer system is in the state. And uh, Sonny spent a couple of years and a lot of money, including from public-private partnerships, um, to try to tell us how good or bad our computers are. And after that time, he wrote a big report that said our computer system is bad. <clears throat> Neil said he was going to fix it, but he never did. Um, bottom line is our computer system is, you know, still bad. And we can't, 
you know, we, we don't have records. It reminds me of, um, um, you know, the time when they asked the government, uh, somebody, the press asked the government, how many employees worked for the state of Hawaii? And there was no answer. They could not answer how many employees worked for the state of Hawaii, which is extraordinary. Yeah, you, you asked the same question. Um, uh, how much money does the state have? Nobody can answer that. Right. That's ridiculous. And the answer, and you know, I'm a tech person. I mean, I believe in technology and I believe in information technology is to have a computer system such as Neil wanted to have uh, that works where all of this stuff would be calculated and the report would be push button. Um, and we don't have that. So isn't that the root of the problem that we really have to get on it and, and make a computer system? I mean, statewide, all agencies sharing information um, you know, that, that will answer these and any other questions the legislature may put to them. Well, the, 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 the computer system is one thing, it's just a tool. There's, there's the underlying mentality that you, have to, that you have to get it as well. Well, I think people in the state, in the state government, hide behind the fact that they don't have a computer system that will answer these questions. So they're not keeping the data because there's no place to keep it. And they're not getting the data out because there's no way to get it out. And so this is, you know, the problem is even more fundamental than you might think. It's, it's more than attitudinal. It's a, it's a statewide mm, systemic problem. Well, uh, well here's my uh, exhibit A for attitudinal problem. Uh, let's take a look at the Office of Lieutenant Governor. Okay. Now, um, are there measures of effectiveness? Yes. Is there a program target group? Yes. Are there program activity measurements? Yes. But take a look at the numbers. The numbers are the same for, for every column. Hmm. So obviously something's being made up. Hmm. These, these aren't real numbers. They can't be. You know, um, number of requests for HRS session laws and supplements. That's, you know, how many, how many, physical copies of the books did you sell? They know that number. How many requests for apostille and certification, which is something that the LG's office does, have there been in the past year? They should know that. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't be just answering the same number uh, for budgeted and actual every no, they're year. they're making it up, and it's a statement. They don't care. Yeah. So, and so, the uh, governor's office is not that big. It's, this is not like the Department of Health or the Department of Transportation with thousands of employees. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's the LG's office, um, and certainly this this report uh, was uh, done under the auspices of the immediate past LG, which just happens to be, be in the Josh governor's Green, office today. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Maybe is this you know symptomatic of of the attitudinal problem that that it kind of starts from the top? Uh, we hope not. Or from the bottom, people not caring, you know, and saying, "Look, I'm doing what's comfortable for me, and if you want me to change that, you're going to really have to come down on me." I think it's on both directions, both the top and the bottom. So let me ask you, you know, what what's the solution here? Uh, are the, these criteria too hard? Should they be renegotiated? Um, should we, you know, ask these agencies, take another look at it, 
and give us which justification new criteria um should the should should these criteria be um you know subject to a computer system that will really be able to answer them uh, and and how much will that cost and and is it worth you know changing the system uh, my answer would be yes and finally uh, is it a matter of putting pressure on the governor somehow to say look you're the manager here we elected you to manage this is an essential part of management whether you have you know um, management experience in your career or not you have got to undertake to manage these agencies they are not responding they are not following the law you must sit with them and you must um, you know tell them to get on board um, or is it all of the foregoing I think it's I think this is a multi multifaceted problem and uh, yeah I mean we need to you know have the focus put on you know the agencies and the budgeting process and uh, and the back and forth that's supposed to go on between the legislature and the and the agencies and that should include well what have you done for the for the people of Hawaii uh, show us what you did give us a report of you know how much good you've accomplished and where it is and and and, and don't just you know blinkety blank blow it off well you know we've identified at least half a dozen things, and, we, and I just didn't include it a minute ago, the state auditor. You get a state auditor, you get the committees in the legislature, especially budget and finance uh, and ways and means. Um, you, you have the governor. Um, you, you have the media. Don't forget the media. The media could look at these reports too, right? They could make comment about it, uh, as, as we do, as you do. Um, so it's a whole bunch of things. And when you see a whole bunch of things involved in the solution, what that tells you is nothing's going to happen unless these things, all of them, are coordinated and prioritized. And that means you have to look to one person, one official, like the governor, who coordinate, uh, you know, a comprehensive solution. Am I right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's way easier if you can get one person at the top on board and, 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 and have the mandate trickle down. I'm so glad that uh, we discussed this today. I think it's very important, not only on the data side, but on the attitudinal side and on the, what do you want to call it, the structure of government, uh, the way government works. We all need to know about it, but we also want to insist on improvement. Final thoughts, Tom? Yeah, that's it. We, we want to make sure that uh, these report cards are being effective and uh, and that they're helping uh, our legislators uh, discharge their responsibility of making sure that our money's being used well. Amen to that. Tom Yamachika, president of the Tax Foundation of Hawaii, joining us on Talking Tax, Talking Tax with Tom. Aloha, Tom. Aloha, Jay. Thank you so much for watching Think Tech Hawaii. If you like what we do, please like us and click the subscribe button on YouTube and the follow button on Vimeo. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and donate to us at thinktechhawaii.com. Mahalo.